Hello, this is Cody Sturgill, the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily broadcast ministry of the Chill Highway Baptist Church. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's so important we put God's Word into our hearts and our lives, and we pray that this message from God's Word will be a blessing and help to you. And as we obey God today and obey God tomorrow and obey God the next day, then we know and do God's will. You don't have to worry about it. All you have to do is be willing to obey God today and obey God tomorrow. And you know what's going to happen? God's going to make His way plain and clear. You don't have to wring your hands and fret. As a matter of fact, you can just calmly rest in the Lord. Because when you obey God, he leads us in plain paths. Isn't it wonderful to have a shepherd that leads us in plain paths? Jeremiah gives testimony. God's known everything about me and God has sanctified me. God has called me. He says in verse number 5, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet under the nations. The word ordained, it means gave. God gave Jeremiah as a prophet to the nations. God gave Jeremiah as a prophet. What's God given you to this world to do? I'm encouraged by that. I do not mind one bit that I am a possession of the Most High God. And he can give me to whatever he wants to give me to. And when we get to the place where we accept the fact that I belong to God, he's my creator, my savior, and we're willing to be given by our God to whatever it is he's called us to do, then we can be free. I speak to our teenagers and our children. The formative years of your life don't be afraid of what God has for you. If you want to be afraid, be afraid what's going to happen if you choose your own path and leave God out. That's something worthy of fear. And never fear that you might miss something because you've committed your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jeremiah was called by God. And he was commissioned by God and he was sanctified by God who knew everything and had Jeremiah's best in mind his call his call was not something that was emotional it was something that was rooted in the perfect will of God and God called him we need to answer the call if God's calling young men to preach and by all means surrender to his will and be willing to be preachers if God's calling you to be a missionary be a missionary Hey, listen, if God's calling you to be a mailman, submit and do God's will. There's nothing wrong with that. I remember as a teenager, I'm sorry, not as a teenager, but as a youth director at the Temple Baptist Church, I was really wanting to speak to our young people and kind of give them an idea of how I felt. And I asked them one time, I said, I said, if I, I had the big group of teenagers together, I said, 
Guys, do you think that if every one of you surrendered to be preachers and missionaries, if I were able to convince every one of you to be preachers and missionaries and surrender to be preachers and missionaries, do you think that I'd be proud of myself? And someone went, because some kids get the notion that it's the pastor's desire that every kid is a preacher or a missionary. No. Preachers and missionaries need other people to help them be preachers and missionaries. I've been living for many years on the donations of God's people. Check from the Ohio Baptist Church. And I work for it, and I'm glad to. And I got a paycheck for 10 years as the pastor at the Bowling Springs Baptist Church. But I want you to know something. I didn't get it from other preachers and missionaries. I got it from faithful people who God called to do other things. Now, look, if God's calling you to be a preacher, you better obey. If God's calling you to be a missionary, obey Him. But there's no second-class citizens in the work of God. Charles Spurgeon said, if I were called to be a missionary, I would not stoop to be a king. And I say to you, if God calls you to be a doctor, do not stoop to be a preacher. If God calls you to be a preacher, do not stoop to be anything else. God's will for your life is perfect. And you can know His will, you can have His will, you can experience His will if you'll just determine with the Lord's help to obey Him day by day. Jeremiah, as he determined to live for the Lord, was led to God's perfect will. He was called. He was called to be a prophet. The Bible says in Romans 8, 29, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. God called him. God had a plan for his life. I'm glad God has a plan for our lives. By the way, there are no useless lives in God's plan. God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for your life. Determine with the Lord's help to find and do His will. Answer His call. Jeremiah received the call. Now look what happens next. The call, one. Number two, the excuse. How many of you ever offered an excuse to God why you can't serve Him? Shame on us all. The Bible says, here was Jeremiah's excuse. The Bible says in verse number 6, Then said I, Oh, Lord God. You see the exclamation point? Oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. Evidently, Jeremiah was quite young. And he looks at the Lord as the Lord's working his heart, calling him to preach. He says, I can't do this. Lord God, I can't do this. I'm a child. I want to encourage you to know something. Your excuse may be that you're too young. Your excuse may be that you're too old. Your excuse may be that you're too dumb. Your excuse may be that you're too ugly or too pretty. Too smart, too weak, too strong. But I'll just have you know something. There is no excuse as to why you cannot do God's will for your life. He said, I'm too young. I'm reminded, I love the verse of Scripture. 
Paul speaking to Timothy, his son of the faith, he said, let no man despise thy youth. Hey, look, it's not too early as a child to begin carrying the gospel to the lost. And it's not too late as an old person to begin living and doing and discerning the will of God. Don't give any excuses. Paul said, let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example to believers in word and conversation and spirit and faith and purity. Who does God use? God uses old people and young people and beautiful people and not so beautiful people and thin people and fat people. and God uses people. And don't give him any excuses. Jeremiah's excuse was, I'm a child. That didn't stop God from using Samuel. You remember Samuel? It's just a boy. God calling him. Didn't stop God from using Timothy. It didn't stop God from using Joseph, the young man, the coat of many colors, a prisoner in Egypt. It didn't stop God from using David, the least of his brothers, the shepherd boy. It didn't stop God from using Daniel, a young man, a slave in a foreign land, or Hananiah, Meshach, and Azariah. It didn't stop God from using them, their age. God uses people. Do not offer him excuses. Just be willing to serve. 2 Corinthians 3, 5 says, Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think that anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Look, God is your sufficiency. You may be discouraged about the state or condition of your life at this moment. It may be your economics. It may be your health. But I'll have you know something. God can work perfectly through every circumstance of life. God can use your sickness and your weakness to bring glory to Himself because He is all-sufficient. When's the prime of life? Some people look at me and they say, you're in the prime of life. I'm 39. I'm healthy. I've got strength and opportunity. But I'll have you know something. The prime of life is any time in life when you're in the center of God's will. And your opportunity to serve God is not over until you've breathed your last breath on this planet and came face to face with Christ your Savior. Oh, it's wonderful to be saved. It's wonderful to be used of God. Do not offer God excuses. Only offer Him yourself. Jeremiah was called of God. We consider, number one, the call. We consider, number two, the excuse. Number three, let's consider the commission. The commission. The Bible says in verse number 7, But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. God had a work for Jeremiah to do. And I just wonder, are you willing to be the hands and feet of Jesus? Are you willing to be the mouth of Christ and speak for the Lord? We must. There was a commission. There was a commission to Jeremiah. There's a commission to the church. There's a commission to you. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Let's hear and heed our commission. Jeremiah was commissioned to the Lord. I love what Jesus promised he would do 
for Jeremiah in regards to his commission. Thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. He says, you're going to do what I want you to do. And as long as you do what God calls you to do, you're going to be glad. And God's going to bless. The call, the excuse, the commission, number four, the encouragement. How many of you have ever been in a situation in life and you thought, I don't know how in the world I'm going to do this? I want you to know that God stands ready to encourage and help you. I look at things constantly and consistently that in my life I do not have the capacity to do that God's called me to. He's faithful. Look what the Lord says to Jeremiah. The Bible says in verse number 8, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee. To deliver thee, saith the Lord. What do you say? I am with thee. This is a recurring theme over and over in the Bible. Who knows how many times I've mentioned it as I've preached like a hundred characters in the last two years. But the Lord, when he wants to encourage his people, he just reminds them simply, I am with thee. He is omnipresent. He's everywhere present. He is with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said to Jeremiah, don't worry, don't be afraid, I'm with you. Now look, take this literally, folks, because it is. Take it literally because it's as real as I'm with you in this room tonight. God is with you. Always with you. He won't leave you. So he says to Jeremiah, he says, Jeremiah, I know I'm calling you to do something that's bigger than yourself. And had Jeremiah known at this moment all that he would deal with and all he would face, no doubt he would have been extremely overwhelmed. But God said, don't worry. Every step you take, I'll be with you. I'm with you. He's with you. God is faithful. The encouragement that God gives us is, I'm with you. We trust this message from God's Word has been a help to you. We're studying through the people of the Bible. And I want to let you know of a resource we have available at Chilhowee Baptist Church. It is a sermon series on the people of the Bible. Volume 1, the first 13 sermons of this series are available in full length. You can get those by reaching out to us at chillhowiebaptist.com.